When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. 708 on this Father's Day morning. Good morning, Kathy Talbot. Happy Father's Day, Dan. Well, thank you. Happy to have you with us today in studio. We have uh, an exciting show today. Uh, we are going to um, uh, feature Towsley Construction mm-hmm. on our uh, featured business of the week this week. And we're also going to talk with our home stager, Monica Bundy. Uh, she's got a few tips for us uh, today, and she's going to talk about uh, some things that will set your home apart from the rest in this crazy market of ours. It sure is. It hasn't stopped, has it, Kath? Not for two minutes. Um, and uh, she also, there's a comment she gets quite a bit when she books appointments. And she wants to tell us about that comment. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear about that. And we're also going to talk about mice. Oh, God. <laughs> and some signs that you may have mice in your house. Have you had, have you had a problem with mice? Oh, Kath? yes. I, I'm a country girl. Yeah. I know all about mice. <laughs> You got fields around you. Yep. You got some mice, right? Yep. So we have uh, lost talk about them. But in the uh, in the meantime, there's a couple things that I wanted to cover that we've been trying to cover for the last couple of weeks, and we just keep running out of time. Number one, you had a story um, from a fellow realtor. Yes. Um, and I keep calling it the greedy seller story. Tell us about that, Kath, because as people know, the market has been pretty crazy as of late. Um, and many sellers, because of, you know they hear that this, the market's a bit insane, they, they're expecting you know great things, and they don't always get them. Uh huh. Right. So tell us about the story. Well, as we talk about every week, there's multiple offers, multiple offers, multiple offers, and this realtor was telling me last week that he brought an offer to a property and he had the only offer. There was not multiple offers, and his buyer wanted to come in way over asking price, and he said to and the he's buyer, not competing. "He's not competing." All right, and he said to the buyer, uh, "You are not competing with anyone else. You don't have to go over asking." No, I've been down this road. I don't want to lose this house. I'm just paying. This is what I want to pay. So they went in $8,000 over asking price, right? And the realtor presented his offer and he goes out in the driveway to sit in his car and he's waiting and he's waiting 45 minutes. He waited for an answer. And he said- An answer on what? On whether or not they want to take their $8,000 over asking? I know. And he said to me, I I don't understand. Like, I didn't understand what was taking so long. Come on, 8,000 over asking, no other offers. So finally, the realtor came out and told him that she spent that whole 45 minutes telling her sellers not to counter the offer. Oh, come on. The seller still wanted to counter the offer for more money. He, my, I know my jaw dropped. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Like, people, come on. They honestly thought, I think, in my mind, they must have thought they were going to get five, ten offers and they were going to get 20 yeah, over like course. we've been hearing, right? They were not happy to settle for $8,000 over asking price. With a single offer. Well. And it was cash, no conditions. <laughs> like their house would have the been sold. done, yeah. So they did sign it. He did. The realtor did get them to sign it. But that shocked me. Unbelievable. Oh, well. People are losing their minds. Yes. Oh, it's You're crazy. Listening. It's crazy out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy out there. Um, so you heard from our 
friend, our hundred-year-old friend, my friend Fred. Yes, who I love. I talk about him every once in a while. So, so tell the listeners if they weren't listening a few weeks ago, tell them about uh, about your friend Fred. Okay, well, Fred's a hundred <clears throat> years old. He still lives in his own home. He still has his driver's license. He still takes care of his wife, who is ninety-six and not well. And I just, I love him. I and he's actually am. He's the uncle of a, of a client of ours, he's, correct? Yeah. He's my client's uncle, yeah. yes. So I, I had to meet him in person when I heard about him because I just thought what he's seen in his lifetime is amazing, right? So anyway, I went and had a visit with him and just had an awesome visit. But um, he has just been, I don't know if it was actually a ward or what, but he is the oldest living student the oldest one still alive from Harrow High School. He's Get, the only. Oh, they were just they were, Yeah. He's the only it. only one that uh, wow. that is that old and still still living from Harrow High School. So I I have to call him this week and talk about that. I was pretty proud of him. Isn't that something? Yeah. He's 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 an awesome guy. To be hundred years old. He wears no glasses, no hearing aids. Isn't he still driving? And, and he's still driving, and his driving stories are hilarious. Oh my gosh! You were talking. You were talking about your father. He, uh, his, his niece gives him heck for speeding. She's pointing at Brian Townsend. Like, yes, I'm yeah. sorry. Not, not Dan. Dan's like, dad wow, is not Dad's, is not a hundred. Really <laughs> yeah. But anyway, she gives him heck for speeding all the time, and he says, "Well, I put it on cruise control, like you told me." She goes, "Yes, but you put it on cruise control, speeding 10, 10 kilometers over the speed limit." You know, Brian was just telling us that your dad is going to be ninety, 90 this year. Yes. yes, and still driving. And my mother's eighty-six. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> And uh, just full of fire. Full of fire. That is, that's the way to be. Yes. Right? Oh, so. yeah. If you get sedentary, you're going to get old fast. But the grass doesn't uh, grow under this guy's feet, I'll no, tell you. teenagers right now. They're Pardon? all teenagers because they'll say, we're going to the cottage this weekend. We're like, well, who gave you permission? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't go. And then we're going. And then they'll maybe storm out. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's probably what got them this far, right? Is there gumption and oh, yeah. tenacity. Taking a chance. Yep. Well, listen, we have lots to get to on the show. We're going to take a break because when we come back, uh, we're going to chit-chat with uh, with Brian and Jason Towsley from Towsley Construction. Uh, they are a featured business of the week this week. And uh, later on in the show, we're going to talk with our home stager, Monica Bundy, about a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, we're going to talk about signs that you may have mice. And Kath's been there. She's had mice before. Oh, yeah. What else have you had in that house? Any raccoons? No raccoons. No. In the barn. We had raccoons in the barn. In yeah. the barn. yeah. But in my old farmhouse, we even had, starts with an R. Rats? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so mice don't scare we me. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say the word. We can't say rats. Okay. <laughs> oh, the thought of it. Oh. oh, but okay. So lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. It's time for our featured business of the week, a segment that gives the Dan Jemis Real Estate team an opportunity to feature other Windsor and Essex County businesses. It's brought to you by Doobies Home Center, located at 269 Ramsey Street in Amherstburg. Doobies is Windsor and Essex County's flooring paint and window covering store open seven days a week. Visit doobies.ca or call 
4021 to book your home consultation today or stop by the store to view flooring and window covering samples or pick up paint for your next project. So in studio today with us is Towsley Construction and Brian and uh, Jason Towsley. How are you guys? Not bad. Doing well. Good morning. Uh, well, uh, happy to have you with us. And Brian is the owner and president and uh, Jason is the operations manager. So who runs the place? Well, I guess uh, Jason does. Yeah, mom. <laughs> I love it. Behind every if successful man is a good woman. For being honest, I mean, we can both argue, but oh that's definitely gosh. the answer. That's the answer. Oh, that's that's the good answer too. She's listening this morning. She must be. Yeah. She's always listening. Always listening. There you go. Um, so tell us about uh, Towsley. How did it uh, get started? When did it get started? Uh, it was back in uh, June of 1983. Um, actually, I was working in, uh, actually uh, employed by uh, RC Proofer at one point, uh, another contracting firm. Things slowed down and uh, I moved up to uh, Sarnia to work for a company in, in Sarnia yeah. and uh, worked there for a couple of years. And then uh, we tried to move up to the Sarnia area and my wife was thinking she loved Windsor more. So I ended up coming back to Windsor and... Mm -hmm. uh, Starting a started a construction company and we've been doing this for over thirty years, and uh, it's been a fantastic ride. Fantastic! What kind of projects do you guys handle? We do uh, right now. Currently, we're doing mostly additions and renovations, a mm -hmm. um, lot of uh, house makeovers. Um, you know, we'll do uh, move that bus. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, they're, exactly. They're basically, when's it done? Yeah, when's when it, it done? done? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of additions and uh, kitchen renovations, opening up the back end of houses, uh, trying to connect the back end of the house to the rear yard, and all the new landscaping that people sure, are sure. doing. Uh, it's a great connection, you know. Do you guys have a uh, a large team that you work with? Um, Actually, um, we have seven office staff and we have uh, seven in the field. And I always say that we probably have about sixty sub trades working oh, no with kidding, us. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's a, a great team and a, a great group of people. And a lot of the trades that work with us are like part of Towsley Construction. They're a great team. Do you see? Um, I guess you you would see some issues. What do what are the biggest challenges you're seeing right now? Because the market is insane. I'm sure yes. you're you're feeling it, right? Finding finding qualified and competent people. I we it. have a lot of great staff. We have a lot of great subcontractors. We have a lot of great owners to work with that are very understanding, um, and patient, and uh, and it's it's fun to renovate, yeah. but. Uh, um, I think right now what we're finding is a lot of our trades and um, the depth of the organization from the last recession, a lot of them actually are very happy just to have one or two man operations and, and trying to expand their companies has been very difficult. No kidding. Um, so, um, you know, you have to have more trades working with you rather than giving more work to, to one, one or two yep. trades. and. Uh, it's servicing is a big thing and we have to be there and and uh you know quality trying to do quality work at all times and uh and getting business that is uh rapidly getting thrown at you from time to time and uh it's exciting now jason from your role as the operations manager what is your day-to-day uh, just trying to really improve on the efficiencies because when at, when things are in a very on an uprise, uh, a lot of times people are 
almost taking advantage of that situation. And the, the beautiful part about, uh, I guess, when I came in is that things are st- like starting to really pick up, as you've probably seen. Yeah. And so what I'm able to do is take all those things that are falling through the cracks and really just make sure that they stick together. That way, just because we're doing, let's say, 60 jobs versus 30 jobs, th- that customer shouldn't really see the difference in that experience. They shouldn't feel it. Yeah, right. exactly. And that, I, I, you know, I'm hoping that the, the people that are really the difference makers are going to, that's going to be that difference, I think, you know, moving forward. Do you um, ever get called into a, a home uh, where someone's had a bad experience? Well, um, we get that all the time. <laughs> I can imagine. And, and, and a lot of times. we see a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times just by servicing people and taking care of them and, and letting really once you service people and they find that they can trust you and they know that you're speaking the truth and and you know just by showing up on time and delivering things on time is very important and communication it's all yeah. about communication communication it's actually almost is a secondary good market even yeah. is is the people from five to eight years ago when things went on the downturn they're now coming back because what they tried to do was supposed to last them 15 to 20 years, but it lasted them five to eight years because yeah. it wasn't done right. So now we're coming back and around. We have these people that are now coming back and they're saying we want it done right now. And, you know, I'm glad we're in a situation where it can be done right. You know, you don't want it to happen in the first place, but For at sure. least we do have that opportunity where people are starting to now reinvest in the city. It's exciting. Are there specific, you mentioned, you know, um, renovations, additions. Is there anything you're seeing a lot of right now? Are people doing a lot of certain things? Um, a lot of a lot of people are renewing their kitchens and opening up, like I said, they're opening up their houses to, to create bigger great room areas um you know the decorating is getting to be big you know bigger and bigger um uh, larger bedrooms uh, en suites um again the connection to the back of a house you know like opening up the kitchen to the back end of a house and then uh, opening up window space and connecting the backyard to the kitchen and the dinette so is there anything you don't do (laughs) Well, actually, uh, you know, uh, I would say that uh, wherever we can get a chance to do any type of building or renovation, we're going to, if the client's looking for us, we'll do it. You'll do it. Yeah. Including new construction? Yes. Um, we've built in the last several years, several new houses, design, build them. And uh, also we've built uh, a couple of commercial new offices mm-hmm. and office buildings. Um, we've done various uh, church restorations. Like actually, in the Wallaceburg area, we went up and and uh, did a exterior and interior um, church restoration. So, nice. Yes, and then we've also worked for the city in the past, uh, Mackenzie Hall, doing some uh, structural improvements at Mackenzie Hall. Okay. Um, and uh, actually doing maintenance work over at uh, Huron Lodge. We've done that too. Interesting. Um, do you find, uh, obviously a big part of renovations is pulling permits. And I know in our business, uh, when selling real estate, oftentimes people just don't pull them. Um, they forget to pull them. They didn't know they had to pull a permit for whatever work. Um, and it comes back to bite them later on uh, during closing. Um, are there any issues? Do you and I've, obviously as a contractor, you're going to take care of pulling permits, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, correct. For a client, if we're designing and building, 
we're also taking out the permits in 99% of the cases. If we're finishing the job, then we'll take out the permit. Okay. And the city actually has uh, done, you know, I, we look at them as part of our team too. Sure. You know, they work very well with us. Yep. Um, Talsey's won <clears throat> quite a few awards. Tell us about some of those. Um, over the years, we've won uh, various kitchen renovations. Uh, um, there's uh, different sizes of uh, renovations, like complete makeovers, where they're one to $200,000 awards. Uh, renovations I'm sorry sure. and uh, some of the smaller renovations maybe uh, uh, up to $100,000 and uh, over the years we've won I think uh, 10 or 12 um, 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 uh, that would be with the Home Builders Association mm -hmm. um, awards so if somebody was to take something away today from uh, from hearing you on the featured business segment, what should it be? What makes what sets you guys apart from everybody else out there that's that's doing renovations? Because there's a lot of people. Um, Jason, want to answer that one? Quality, quality. Okay. That's uh, you know, you had talked about taking out a permit and all of those other things that come with the the I guess the project or whatever it might be, and it, it's that extra five minutes, that extra step that we always do. Um, that's something that is made me, you know, giving me the opportunity to come into a business that my father's started 30 plus years ago yeah. and feel confident knowing that I'm coming into a quality product of, 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 a, of a company. So that around like across the board, everything that we do is quality and, uh, you know, and people are willing to pay for that. They're all they always will be. That's huge, and, and you're absolutely right. They absolutely will. Um, so tell us, uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of Towsley, where do they find you? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, we have our website, so uh, towsleyconstruction.com, as well as uh, just giving us a call, 509-737-7260. You're, you're on Facebook, I'm sure? Yep. Absolutely, cool. all the social medias. I'm I'm helping out to uh, bring us up. Look to, at that, you know, modern yeah, age. That's the new age. See, Brian, <laughs> don't have to worry about that. Okay, listen. Thank you both for coming in. We are uh, we're you. super excited to have you on. And uh, listen, if anybody needs any help with renovations, if you've got any projects coming up, give Towsley a call again five one nine seven three seven seven two six zero, and they'd be happy to help. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, you very for much. having us. Lots more to come right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. In studio with me today, Kathy Talbot, sales rep for the Dan Jemis Team. Uh, and uh, now we are talking with Monica Bundy, the home stager extraordinaire. The Dan Jemis team. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. How's everybody? We're, you know, great on this, uh, what, 7.33 on a Sunday morning. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's awesome. No, it's <laughs> you awesome. early risers. It is. It is good. It is good. The early bird catches the worm. You see? There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> on, on, ta anyway. <laughs> on tap for today, Monica, we want to talk about uh, some home staging tips yep. for a quick sale. Right. Well, talk to us. Should we begin? Tell us, yeah. Shall we begin? <laughs> Shall we begin? Let's do it since I'm on the line here. Um, yeah, in this market, okay, so a properly staged home could could seal the deal for many homeowners. Yeah. Um, and the principle behind home staging is just to make the home feel as universally appealing as it can be. It needs to appeal to, to everyone. Um, so 
um, I always find people have a hard time of, well, oh, I like this here. I like this paint color. Or I, you know, it's not people have to change their mindset almost that it's not their home anymore. Um, you want to sell your home. You're moving to another great home or, or wherever. Um, so you have to make it appeal to everyone that's walking in that door, not you necessarily yep, anymore. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so I, um, like I start right away, um, on the outside curb appeal is so important. And, um, you know, you say you don't judge a book by its cover, but we do in, mm-hmm. in, 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 real in this estate. business we do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like if it's, um, not, if it's not looking good from the outside, what do you think it's going to look like on the inside? So you need to get the people inside. So the outside has to look amazing. So curb appeal is super important. And, and I start right away on the front porch. Um, have the front porch, Clear, cleared off if there's a front porch there. Um, yeah. Have a little bistro table out with a flower or two urns flanking the door, the the front door. Um, th- things that will um, invite the um, potential home buyer into the home. Paint your front door. But doors get so banged up with yeah, um, well yeah. fingerprints, you know, keys. There's so many scratches on it. A quick coat of paint is going to change that and just make it brand new. So um, those are those are important things for the outside. And right now, spider webs yeah. are, are huge. And, Get rid, of, spray wash your. My house looks like a haunted house right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to you know say, what? how how often do we see uh, people putting their recycle bins and their garbage oh, yeah. their garbage pails? On the front right porch. on the porch. Yes. I know. No one wants to see that. It only means it only means work to, to those people, and and they don't want to see that. And number one, do those um, recycle bins are horrible colors. They don't match anything. Yeah. So get rid of At them. Least I paint always them. say put those to the side. What's that? <laughs> At least paint them to match your your oh. siding or something or your brick. <laughs> no, I don't think you're supposed to. No, the recycle guys. <laughs> but just remove them. You know what? They don't need to be on your front porch. I know it's super convenient, but put them to the side of the house or or preferably preferably in the back, in the back of the house where they belong. So um, a couple things then when we um, get into the house, um, a neutral paint color. And this is a great time to paint right now. You know what? Your windows are open. Um, If you need to paint, paint now. And choose... Um, choose some muted warm colors that are going to pe- appeal to everybody. Right now, the grays are um, so trending. They're beautiful. A pale gray, a taupe, light light beiges, creams, something like that. It'll make the house um, look so clean, and, and then you're halfway there already. And it's inexpensive, and paint is like, um, it yields the best, um, you know, return on your investment because it, it's so inexpensive. Yep. And it's just, yep. you know, some... Uh, sweat labor. So um, keep it clean. Clean. If you do nothing else, just clean your home. Oh, jeez. Sometimes. sometimes I'll go into a home and I'm like, oh my God, you have not cleaned in like months. Four years. But, um, <laughs> Even if it's even if it's cluttered or whatever, a clean home, you know what? You can have a lot of things. You're packing. You're you know you're going to be moving, but just keep your home clean. clean and use like, like um and clean like the baseboards and the blinds oh and gosh, the fans. Yeah, How yeah, often do we look yeah. up at a fan oh, and the it's like fans. caked? Yeah, oh the gosh. Fans. Oh my gosh! When I see like an inch of like <laughs> dust on a fan, number one, you've never used that fan because all that dust would be like flying around. Well, not um, necessarily. If it turns and it just it cakes and it just cakes oh, on and it, it keeps cakes on up. there. Oh. Yeah, and it's thick. Yeah. But yeah, that is that's the worst thing. Or just little spider webs. Yeah, look up. That's actually a good a good thing. Just look up because nobody looks up. You know, um, our day-to-day stuff is just right in front of our eyes. So, yeah, yeah look up and clean and clean. And then use um, a, a light-smelling, you know, a, either a plug-in air freshener or a vanilla candle or something like that um, just to freshen up the home, too, um, especially if there's pets and, and whatnot. Because even if you think there is no scent, there's a scent. 
um, you know, you could be the cleanest person, but you know what? I, I have dogs too, and I know <laughs> there's a yeah. scent. So we want to get rid of that scent. So, Does um, it have to be vanilla? The home. Say it again. Does it have to be vanilla? You know, I, I don't want vanilla, vanilla either. No. I don't want vanilla no. either. But vanilla is a very appealing yeah, yeah. Um, scent to a lot of people. I know you may not like it. It's Me and not Monica you. have this argument every time we talk about <laughs> we you know, scents and vanilla. Dan, and like, guess uh, what? It's not always about you. I know. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Dan doesn't like to hear that. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Um, but you know what? Sometimes like florally candles or um, they're, they they can uh, turn off a lot of people. Like yeah. Instantly, people can get a headache from some some of those different scents. So something that's a clean scent anyway, and a simple scent. It's not an overpowering, overbearing scent. I was going to say, scent. not too much of it. And that's the thing. Like, right? no. That bothers me. When I walk into a house and all you smell is that scent. Yeah, that is a, then, it's a bit more. Yeah, a bit too much. Right, and then you're like, oh, what are you covering up? Yeah, you know? that's the question. So, yeah, yeah. So just a super light scent, and that's why vanilla. It's just it's just a nice scent. It almost smells kind of like cookies, and you know who doesn't love cookies? So um, just something super like a simple scent. Um, the other thing that's super important is lighting. And now that I mean, it is light outside uh, for for viewings and whatnot. Um, it's light until like nine o'clock at night. But um, normally, you know, you'll have all your lights on. And um, lighting is so important too. All your bulbs need to be the same. Oh, the same one of my shape, pet peeves. The same. It's one of my huge pet peeves. Yeah. I, I, sometimes there's three or four, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> They were going after an effect, you know. It looks just, no, it's, it's, yeah. Or there's some no not on. Yeah. Like there's one Burnt bulb out everywhere. Yeah. I can't stand it. Right? I know, right? It's just like, just put a bulb in there, a matching bulb. And the colors. A light bulb is not. Every light bulb is not the same. There's blue lights. There's yellow lights. Um, they like the tones of the lights yeah. and those all need to be the same and the same shape. So that's super important. And lighting is very important too. If you have an end table, normally you have a, a light on it and it also shows people, you know, how they can set up, say, um, a living room. Oh, okay. There's an end table there and, and, you know, two, um, lamps for the side table. So, um, lamps are super important and, and light bulbs, especially, um, depersonalizing. So you have to pack anyway, right? So start packing, start putting, putting, um, all of the little knickknacks, all of the things that, um, that make your house, your house, but start putting those away. Yeah. Nobody wants to walk in and see, um, a million things like, see everything that's um that's you they want to um envision themselves in your home they don't want to see you um kind of still yeah. in your home yeah. you need to make them feel like wow um i i could live here this i could this is my bedroom this is my living room and and that's gonna you know hook them so a few photos on the wall is fine but people get hung up on photos too they look at the photos and they're like oh i went to high school with that person or it happens i happens uh, all the time yes we all went the time. to their wedding oh, yeah. or yes. you know and then you're a you're losing time b they're not gonna you know there's supposed to be looking at the things that they're buying, you know, which is your flooring and your cabinets and, and you, you know, the walls and the light fixtures. Um, so it, it is a little bit of a distraction. So the less is more in, in that sense. Yeah. Kind of find some sort of balance. Um, so that is, um, so those are like the main tips. If you can get through all of those. You're in good shape. <laughs> You're well, in good shape. <laughs> yeah. Monica, when we, when we started this morning, Dan said that 
there's a comment you get or a question you get, everybody you meet. What is that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. So when I'm booking appointments, um, people will say, like, oh, yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, when do you want to get together? Whatever. Um, Give me a few days. I'm just going to get things ready for you. Yeah. (laughs) And and I think that's hilarious to me because I'm like, trust me, I can see through all the stuff that you're going to be getting ready for me. Like, you don't have to get it ready for me. And that's, you know, I just want to put it out there. Don't clean. It's like cleaning before you get your your cleaner. I was just going to say that. You don't have to do that for me. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, <laughs> and again, you want, Monica wants to go in there and be able to, uh, you know, advise you on, on right. what to do properly. Not- yeah, right, right. And some people will go through the whole thing and they'll take everything out. Not everything, but what, like, you know what, we, when I go into a home, I'll move like some furniture, say from uh, the dining room, if there's too much in there, we'll put some in the living room or then, oh, you know, that little side table is going to be great in that, you know, second bedroom where there isn't a side table. So we move furniture around all the time. So if, if it's not there to move around, then I have to ask like, oh, do you have a coffee table or, oh, it's, yeah, I just took it out of the house. So don't, you know, don't take everything out of the house before I get there because, um, we may need it or we may need yeah. to move it around or just rearrange it for better flow or, or whatever. So, um, that's yeah, that's so funny. Oh, I'll get the house ready for you. It's like, uh, no, uh, don't. <laughs> and I think a good tip, if possible, Monica, because sometimes our clients are, are moving um, before they actually sell their house. Yeah, um, yeah. Would you say that it's better to have furniture and stuff left in the house or is it better mm-hmm. to show the house empty? No, I would say some furniture. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be full, but at least give give um, the new potential buyers a an idea of what how that room could be laid out. Um, it, it's just easier to visualize, and some people have a hard time with it. Um, just just seeing like oh you know um, different flow or oh I didn't know that that couch would would sit up nicely against that window or yes. you know whatever so yeah some furniture in uh, definitely now not maybe not all your furniture some people have a ton of furniture and it's like yes. oh my gosh if you remove half of this we'll be good you know so for sure some furniture I think it just it just helps visualizing visualizing so yeah good point good I point so. as always yeah, yeah. Uh, listen go back to bed. <laughs> oh no no no! I am up now. You're you're a morning person. I may get rid of the kind of, I may of. get rid of the spider webs. There you go. <laughs> go tackle spider webs, Monica. Thank you as always for coming on. Thank you guys. We'll see Have you a soon. great day, Mona. That's, yeah, you uh, guys too. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye. That's Monica Bundy, the home stager for the Dan Gemis Real Estate Team. Everyone always loves having Monica out to their homes. Eh, Kath? Oh gosh, yeah. Always... And they can't even believe her suggestions because they just don't look at it that way. I know. They and don't look at it from the buyer's perspective. How often do they comment? Oh, I wish you'd come out here ten years ago. Yeah. When we moved in here, <laughs> to, to you know, put this couch on this on this wall instead of that one. It's uh, yeah pretty crazy okay lots more to come when we come back we're going to talk about um, some featured properties uh, and we're going to talk about some mice how to tell if you have mice in your house have you ever had this experience i have never had a mouse no in our old office we had uh yes. a few mice yes but uh, no i've never had a problem in, in our house when I was first so. married, I rented a little, little tiny house out in the country, yes. and the only heat source upstairs was the stovepipe. There was a gas oh stove gosh. in the kitchen. There yeah. was a pipe up through the floor, and we would lay there in bed and watch three little mice chasing themselves were up they, around. Were they blind? Uh, could be. <laughs> <laughs> chasing themselves up around that stovepipe. Come on. Oh, yeah, right in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> every we, night? I have lots of other mice stories, too. <laughs> How long did that last? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, seemed, it seemed forever. I have a cuter one. We would be sitting in the kitchen playing cards, playing euchre with my mother-in-law and father-in-law, which we did a lot of. And my father-in-law would sit down at the end of the table where the kitchen stove was, and he would have a fly swatter by his by his uh, side at the table yeah. and he would keep an eye out of the corner of his eye and the mouse would pop its head up in Stop. the in the burner of the stove Stop. and he would reach over with the fly swatter and try to whack the, the like mouse. Like the whack-a-mole. Yes, like the a whack-a-mole game. Come on. <laughs> Honest to God. Yep. So that's a long time ago and then I wow. have other mice stories but those are the funny ones. Well, you can have some more when we come back. <laughs> Actually, talk about mice. That's pretty cool. That's funny. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Knowing what you want is the easy part. But in the complex world of real estate, getting what you want requires gu- You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Kathy has a couple of listings you want to, uh, to mention. Kath, go for it. Yes, I do. We have a really nice, unique two-story house in Leamington. Yes. And it has all the gorgeous original wood everywhere. Like, the, and nobody painted it all, right? You oh, see so many yes. of the nice old homes and people paint it. The hardwood floors, the trim, the stained glass, the the beautiful staircase. That That's really, really a nice place. It's on Marlboro in Leamington for 209 mm-hmm. And then I just listed one. I'm listing it tomorrow, actually. Out on Hillman Marsh North Beach. So that's Leamington also. What a unique spot. It's at the end of a dead-end road. You don't even know it exists till you drive down there. Very private, very quiet. You're right across from the water, but because you're at Hillman Marsh, North Beach, there's no neighbors, there's nothing, right? And you have the lake and the waterfront and this beautiful, private, sandy beach that you're not paying for, right? Because you're not you don't own on the water, so sure, you don't sure. have the big taxes or anything, but you have exclusive use of this fabulous, nice. quiet beach. I love it. That's Let's 209 also. Yes. Good we could, space, maybe? We could move there. Uh, we could make, we could get Towsley's <laughs> in See? and make it better office space. There you go. Anyway, that's that's two out that direction. We have our awesome listings on Boblo. Yes. And what better time to pop over to Boblo than the summer? Oh, you just ha- you have to call us and come and see our listings on Boblo. I was just there this week. I gotta tell you. I keep telling I'm, you. I'm telling Nick. I said, honey, if I, I could picture ourselves living on Boblo. I know. I, really I would could. love to go oh. there. It's so different there. It's so quiet. We've got we've got the beautiful condo where yes. you don't have to do a thing but turn your key and walk away. It's shows beautifully. It's got the wraparound bal- wraparound balconies, and we've got a gorgeous two-story just across from the water, but it backs onto all the natural wetlands, which yep. is really, really nice, and the other two-story as well yep. uh, next to it, which is shows stunningly um, also. Yeah, that's great. And our little house in central Windsor, I think, is going to be sold today, Dan. Oh. And we have that wonderful ranch out by the lake yes. on Allison. Again, done to the nines and very quiet and just a few steps from the beach. Really nice. Wow. 
Now, none of these properties have mice, right? Not that I know okay, of. Okay, not that we know of. Good. Well, some signs you may have mice, Kath, and some of the obvious ones. Icky droppings. Uh, yeah. Mouse species are found in areas where mice are most active, near feeding, breeding, and nesting areas. Ugh. Droppings are... <laughs> Good morning. I hope you're having your you know, no wonderful breakfast, breakfast right this now. morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, droppings are black, cylindrical in shape, and between three to six millimeters, about a quarter inch in length. Mouse droppings resemble small grains of rice and are commonly mistaken for cockroach droppings. Huh. Oh. Always wear protective uh, gloves when disposing of mouse droppings in heavily infested areas. Also wear a respirator. Okay, that's nasty. Uh, next, noises in the night. This reminds me of your story, Kath. Oh, gosh, we used to hear mice all the time. <laughs> Strange scratching or scrambling noises in the walls, especially at night, are another sign of mice. Mice are excellent climbers and jumpers and are capable of fitting through openings much smaller than their bodies. They can use the spaces between joists to travel from one part of the house to another. Mice are typically uh, nocturnal, so you will probably hear them only at night. Rodent roadways. A regular pattern of dirty smudges along floors and baseboards could be oh a sign of mouse traffic. Gosh. Mice tend to run along walls and follow the same route night after night. Over time, the dirt from their fur and feet will create a distinctive streaking or smudging tracery along the path. You may also find small patches of urine and droppings along the route. Yep. At, least, at least they use the same area. That's nice. I was going to say, That's you just, just set your trap in the same area. Exactly. They're always going to go back there. <laughs> holes or tears in material. If you find unexpected holes, tears, or signs of gnawing in bedding, cl- ugh. bedding <laughs> clothing, insulation, fabrics, or other materials... It is a good bet that mice are present. Mice use shredded materials to build nests, which are usually located in dark corners, drawers, cabinets, or storage boxes, uh, or behind fridges and other large, seldom-moved appliances. Uh, Mice will often chew small holes in the bottom of drawers, cabinets, and furniture, uh, your underwear, I'm kidding, (laughs) and fill the holes with shredded material. If you're just joining us, we're talking about signs you may have mice. Next, teeth marks. Mice have teeth that grow continuously. So they need to gnaw on hard and uh, um, inedible uh, materials, including I lost my 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 uh, thing here, including wood, plastic, cables, or electrical wiring to wear them down. This makes mice a serious fire hazard. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know of a house that's burned down because of mice, uh, as they can chew through shielding uh, and wiring, which is what happened, which can cause shorts. Which is what happened. That's pretty amazing when I think of all the years that I had mice and we never had any kind of electrical issue issue or anything like that. No. Foul smells. Mice have a distinctive musky ammonia smell that smells like stale urine. Mm. This odor can be particularly noticeable in enclosed areas such as pantries, cabinets, or drawers. The smell may also be evident along baseboards and walls where mice frequently travel. The odor helps them establish the mark uh, and mark their territory. Next, disappearing food. Oh, yeah. This is what we noticed at the office, our old office. We had a mice issue and uh, we just saw that uh, the bags were getting (laughs) opened. Uh, One adult mouse can consume between three and four grams of food per day. And mice like many of the same, uh, like many of the same foods we do. Cereals, grains, seeds, nuts, fruits, beets, chocolate and candy. Mice especially, they might have a sweet tooth like I do. Mice especially like foods that are high in fat, such as bacon, cheese, and butter. They'll make up to 30 visits a day to an identified food source, such as a pantry or cupboards. Huh. There you go. They also can travel with you. 
They can travel with you. Yes. In your suitcase, boxes. <laughs> in, your, in your car. In your car. In your, in your truck. Oh, and... we've been there too. Oh, yeah. Haven't we? <laughs> One year we had our charity yard sale and- uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. And we was, we picked up some boxes and poor Andrew and our team, his wife, <laughs> Bethany's vehicle, smelled horrible after the, uh, the yard sale and we figured it was because of mice or rats. Okay, there you have it. That's your uh, your um, Sunday morning Father's Day breakfast talk. Uh, we'll wrap up the show right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team website at danjemis.com. Thank you for tuning in today, everybody, and I hope you enjoy this, uh, this awesome Father's Day. Kath, hope you uh, you enjoy the rest of your Sunday as well. Yep, we're going to have a nice brunch. All the whole family plus extended family are going to be there, so we're going to have a really nice brunch. Very nice. And then it's garden time for me, but it's going to be pretty hot. Are you guys sell some houses today, Kath? No, um, not today? No? Actually, I am working on one. Okay. I'm working on an offer this morning. Okay. Listen, if you're buying or selling a house... <laughs> See? See the pressure I'm under, Chris? <laughs> or if, you want, <laughs> if you want Kath to sell your house, give us a call. The Dan Jemis team would love to help. 519-566-5565 or visit us online at danjemis.com. And uh, hey, listen, tune in to us. We're here every Sunday. Hey, it's been over a year we've been on the air. Isn't, Isn't that crazy? Isn't that great? Over it seems like yesterday. I know. Been over a year. So tune in every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And uh, we love to have a good time here, okay? Thanks for Absolutely. listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.